As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessential.com essentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you everyone for your continued support. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, it's a diagram with nine points that illustrates the nine human character structures. They are nine different, but very connected types. And it doesn't necessarily tell us what we do, but why we do it. And to quote Beth at your Enneagram coach on Instagram, go check her out. The Enneagram accurately and clearly describes why you think, feel, and behave in particular ways based upon your core fears and core desires. The idea is that you can use this path of self-discovery to help you transform into the highest, healthiest, truest version of you. So less of a personality test and more of a path back to the truest version of yourself. And as with each of these episodes, we will make sure to link to the free test in our show notes. So make sure to go check that out, take the test and enjoy the episodes. We just have to preface this by saying we are Enneagram enthusiasts, certainly not experts, but we find it all interesting and figured you might too. Today's podcast episode is all about Enneagram 6 women and how they birth. So if that's you, this episode is just for you. In the world of Enneagram, type 6s are known as the loyalist. Why? Because they are the most loyal of all types. They are courageous. They are brave. They are committed. They surround themselves with wonderful networks of people. They will fight so hard for you and they are super responsible. So let's dive into what strengths they're going to bring to birth what they may want to watch out for, some tips for their partner, and why Enneagram Type 6 mamas love the My Essential Birth course. Type 6s kind of remind me of like the Ron Weasley of Harry Potter <laughs> world. They're like that friend you can always count on. They've got your back. Um, they're super committed to the people that they love and the beliefs that they have. Um, this is in part because they they hope that their loyalty will win them um, 
support and never feeling alone. That's important to them. People can count on you and you want to be able to count on them. And that really satisfies a core desire for you. So let's talk about that in the context of a birthing space. Well, what came to my mind when you brought this up was your provider. Because if you've got this loyalty and you're committed to something, then I feel like there might be a fear of letting go of something that is comfortable or that like you wouldn't want to make that person feel bad. You feel like you have to stay with that provider no matter what. And I think that that could pose a problem potentially. However, I also think it's wonderful once you choose a provider and you like a provider that you know, this is my provider. I'm going to stick with them. And you've built that relationship to be really strong so that that becomes a place of comfort for you. Right. It, it becomes a place that you know you can go to to safely ask questions, um, to know that when they're giving you their opinion, you can trust what they're saying. Um, it's really, it becomes a team mentality. And that's what you're really striving for in your birth space is to select the people who you want to be your support network and really feel that you're all on the same team. You're all working towards the same goal that you have. And if you make that, that can be one of the strengths. Like if you focus on and make that a core priority, then it'll create exactly what you're looking for in that birth space. So you're surrounding yourself, you're finding a way even around fears and whatever might be lacking in that area to create something that's super strong that will lift you up and actually feed your already incredible strengths as a type six. One of the things I love about type sixes is that they are incredibly responsible. They are planners. They plan, they can kind of foresee um, potential roadblocks or pitfalls. And so they're wonderful at coming up with a plan for those and fostering cooperation with their trusted team um, so that they're prepared for them. And they're very, um, they're very realistic in a good way. They, they understand that sometimes things don't go according to plan. These, this is not the crowd that we have to preach to that birth can bring with it all kinds of variety mm -hmm. and challenges. They fully understand and grasp that. And so I think that can be to their benefit in the sense that um, I feel like type sixes don't usually um, struggle if the outcome of their birth wasn't exactly what they had planned or envisioned. And I think along with the realist and the preparation that goes into that, um, preparing for every different scenario will have them in a good space for when it does come time because then you'll have all the information in front of you and you'll know, oh, I've read about this or I've researched this and I knew that this could take a turn this way. This is what I would like to do with that information in front of me. Right. In a way, because you plan so well, you can almost kind of make decisions ahead of time before something even occurs if it occurs, right? So you can mm -hmm. say, if this were to happen um, from my research, I know that this is the choice that I'm going to make. That's such a wonderful gift to have in birth. You also brought up already, but you said that they were courageous and brave. Mm -hmm. And I think what a wonderful trait to have going into the birth space, because if you go in with that kind of mentality, that attitude, that like chip on your shoulder of like, I can do this and yeah. this is going to be amazing. Uh, then I think you're like totally set up for success in the birth space. Yeah. And part of what you're saying to yourself, I, I'm brave. I can do this. I'm courageous. And I've got people who have my back because you have carefully set up that team. So um, lots of wonderful strengths that you bring to the table. One of the things that I found really interesting, though, as I researched type sixes was that they can sometimes be a bundle of opposites. <laughs> We're going to see here in just a second how um, if if you're not careful and aware and um, emotionally healthy, some of these strengths can actually be what you're 
what your weakness is. I hate calling them that, but yeah. what you're going to need to watch out for as well during birth. So let's talk about that. You, we've talked about a little bit anxiety, like having this, what can go wrong? Like that was taught, we talked about it in a strength. Like we're going to prepare for all the scenarios. You can see what's going to go wrong. But you, you have, have to know what's going to go wrong <laughs> to be able to prepare. And so I think sometimes maybe focusing on that might be something that could be an issue, um, depending on how that makes you feel and what kind of preparation goes into what you're preparing for in your mind. So a lot of what we do in our birth course has a lot to do with like mental prep. It's not just our physical bodies and what's happening inside of them, but it's also this mental prep of how are we going to move through this comfortably um, for our spirit, for our body, all of that put together. And I think if you're aware of that, that it, it shouldn't be too much of an issue, but know that it is kind of one of your flags. Yeah. So if you find that you might be susceptible to sort of obsessing over all the what ifs that can go wrong during birth, then it's going to be especially important for you. Obviously, you're going to want to do all the things, physically prepare, gain the knowledge and education, but it's going to be particularly important for you to focus on that mental prep, like Stephanie said. Um, we have the wonderful find it and flip it exercise that's free that we'll link again to in the show notes. Um, but you're going to need something. We'll talk about this later on and why this course is great for you. You're going to need something that gives you all the education so that you feel prepared for all those what if scenarios. Um, I love the idea of a mantra for you, an affirmation that you can be um, create being I am calm in any circumstance. I have the knowledge and preparation I need to be prepared for any circumstance. And I think that having affirmation cards with some of these things written around your birth space is going to be particularly powerful for you. Another thing to watch out for is feeling alone and then doubting yourself. So even though you might not be alone, that feeling of I'm having to do this by myself or I'm in this space by myself, and then you start doubting all those decisions because you're like going through all the things, wait, what if this happens? And what if that happens? Um, that can leave you in a not so comfortable space. So making sure that even if you're feeling alone, you're making sure to reach out to somebody and talk to them about how you're feeling. And you and I were talking about how there's kind of a point in birth that women reach um, it's often towards transition, contractions are kind of intense, where some women might feel like, this is on me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is my, as much as my husband's trying to help, or my doula's trying to help, or my provider, like, the weight of this experience feels like it's on me to, you know, to accomplish. And so um, that weight could feel very heavy for you. But Stephanie, I love the way that you said, well, they could easily reframe it into this. So what did yeah. you share? So in that space, you're really not alone. Um, I'll tell you from my personal experience, I've shared this story before, but with my third baby and I was pushing and I had been doing so for hours, I felt very desperate and scared that I wasn't going to be able to finish the task. And I sent my husband upstairs to make the bed. I was going to get out of the water. I'm like, let's do this. And while he was gone for the first time during that birth, I said a prayer um, and it was a prayer of desperation. Um, and I, I don't even know that I expected it to be answered. I just was calling out for help. And immediately, immediately it was answered. Um, and I had my baby a couple pushes later. We're not alone. If you call it God, if you call it the universe, if you, however you think about things spiritually, you've got a higher power and not just that. There are other people, we talk about it like in our religion, there are other people on the other side of the veil. I don't believe we're alone at any times, whether you call it ancestors or angels, angels yeah. whatever. There are other people I truly believe very close by, especially during birth time. 
And on top of that, you're also working with your baby. You're not doing this work alone. Your baby, it is incredible to watch and to know and to understand what's going through your baby too. It's not just that they send the hormones for pregnancy. They are wiggling. They're moving. They're working with you. You are a team to be able to birth that baby. I love that. That is so beautiful. So if you find yourself in a point in birth where you're feeling like, you know, I have these people that are here physically, but but I feel like I'm doing this work on my own, understand that you are not alone. You're never alone. And you've got an incredible um, support team both in the room with you and that are there in spirit and your little baby supporting you. As we're talking about this, I'm thinking what would be really beneficial for a type six mom is to have a mother's blessing. So in a mother's blessing, and you don't have to do necessarily the whole round of mother's blessing, but something that they do at this, so it would be like in lieu of a baby shower or maybe on top of, but you kind of meet in this circle and everybody brings a bead. And so you've got all these women there and what they share with you is some strength, some positive story. And then they give you a blessing, kind of like I'm handing you this bead. And my blessing is that you are going to be strong and powerful and move through this with grace and ease. And then you take at the end, you take all these beads and they turn it into a bracelet for you that you can wear during labor. or Maybe you have it next to you. Uh, But as I think about what might be good for you and reframing and realizing you're not alone is to understand that you come from this long line of birthing women that have done it over and over and over again, and that you're constantly surrounded by women in this world that do it all the time. So even if you feel alone in that space, you're surrounded with love from all over. I love that. That's a beautiful idea. Um, A couple other things that you may want to watch out for as a type six mama is sometimes you might have a tendency to be a little bit suspicious of people. (laughs) So if you haven't, um, if you don't feel that level of trust or support from this network that you feel that you've built, um, you might be kind of... (laughs) I side-eyeing your provider when they make a recommendation to you, like, I don't know that they have my best interest at heart. I don't know that they're really on my side. And so you can kind of second guess those, um, those connections and those networks that you've made. And so I think it just becomes really important to have a provider, um, that is on the same page with you, that you feel comfortable and confident going to with all your questions. And you know that you're going to get respectful, um, knowledgeable evidence-based answers from. So I think you've just maybe got to do your homework in the beginning, like Stephanie said, of making sure you've got the right people on your team. Well, and your birth space. So I'm, I almost feel like I wonder if, if a type six would be naturally more comfortable, like in their own home, giving birth for mm. most things, except for, I think that they might be like, but what if, <laughs> what if this goes, goes you know what I mean? Yeah. But at least in the terms of like setting up a birth team and a birth space, because even when you go into a hospital setting, even if you're like, I like this hospital, I'm familiar with this room because I've seen it before. I know who my provider is. You're likely to have a different nurse than you've ever met. And so even, or at a birth center where there's different birth assistants. So I think even if there's not reason to be suspicious, it can feel like suspicion because you're not super familiar with this person. So I just wondered about that. As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth 
birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. So as you can see, um, some of those strengths can also be things that you may need to watch out for if you're not in an emotionally secure place. So do the work, do the mental and emotional work to get yourself in that healthy space because when you do, um, my goodness, you have like these all-star strengths that are going to be amazing when you birth. So now we want to share some tips for your partner. So if you've got them, um, pause this podcast, flag them on over <laughs> and just say, come listen to this. I think it's about me. Um, so partner, when you're supporting her, a type six woman through birth, you need to understand that your role for her is the protector. She needs to feel, she needs to hear, she needs to understand on a really deep level that she is safe and secure and that you are there to protect her and run interference if need be. So what that means for you is that you also need to be super knowledgeable and prepared um, through all those different kind of what if scenarios that she's been researching um, so that you both are on the same page about what the decision's gonna be if this were to happen. Um, so make sure that you do that studying together and um, mama, you can also fill him in on what you've researched and kind of consolidate it for him, right? Because sometimes she might feel anxious or worry over a lot of the what-ifs, um, it's important that you don't feed those anxieties. I know sometimes like, you know, when I'm mad or I'm angry about something, sometimes I'll call up a friend who I know is going to get mad with me about a situation. Hey, I did that to you. <laughs> we do that to each other. We're great there. Um, but for you, when she's bringing all these concerns to the table, first of all, she needs to feel like you're not judging her for having those, that you love her for who she is and where she's at. But please don't feed those. Don't be like, mm. oh my gosh, what if that does happen? Like, what are we going to do? Like, that's yeah, not even, helpful. I was joking with Courtney, like, well, what if they're a type six too? <laughs> <laughs> but like, realistically, like your job as the partner, even if you are in, if in that space, if you have those insecurities, do not tell her. Fake it. Yes. And I like, I have this vision of like, you're the rock. Like you stand still, you stand strong. And my husband was good about this. I believe he said there were a couple of times where he was curious or wondering about certain things, but mm -hmm. never once did that come out of his mouth. And truly, truly, I, and I'm not a type six, but if he would have said anything that there was a question of any kind of, you know, concern, I would have jumped on that because I mm -hmm. already was feeling like I was doing the impossible. But she also wants to not feel alone in her feeling. So maybe what you could say is something like, um, I can see why you might feel concerned about that. And, you know, that, that concern has crossed my mind as yeah. well. But here's why I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, I like that. You because know? it validates her. And I think it's really important as a woman to be validated for how you are feeling, period. Um, but then especially within that vulnerable space to say, like, I see you, I hear you, and you're okay. I yeah. think there's a lot of power in that. Absolutely. Um, reminding her that she has everything she needs to handle the situation. I love that you said you, um, partner, you are her rock, right? You're going to hold space for her. So if she's not quite where she needs to be emotionally, you stay strong and I promise she'll rise to where you are because she's strong and she's brave. Um, she, she's not going to handle plans changing unexpectedly super easily. So make sure that, um, that you 
are and her provider is speaking really directly and clearly with her that there is no beating around the bush or ambiguity um, throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. I feel like so this would be a mom that if all things went crazy and for whatever reason, like we've got a cord around baby's neck or there's something emergent that comes up that it's like we've got to go have a cesarean birth right now that this would be an instance where if she will have planned and gone through the information, like that gentle cesarean birth plan, if you have this already, then it's like, if this happens, then here's this thing. Then I think it cuts down on some of that crazy anxiety and emotion involved with changing. Along with that, I think of a birth center or a home birth, if there's any reason for transfer, just a change of location can kind of, I feel like, twist things a little bit and make it feel a little more hard. So same thing, having a transfer plan if you're going to be in either of those locations. Right. Have a midwife talk through, these are the circumstances under which we would need to transfer. This is our birth centers practice for how we go about doing that. Here's who's going to remain with you. We cover a lot of these things in the birth course. Why would you need to be transferred? What does that usually look like? But you'll want to get the specifics from whoever your provider is. Another thing that might be really helpful for a type six mom is to consider a doula since you want that safety net of people who love and support you. And I think the wonderful thing about a doula, and this is where we see a difference from other providers, is this person works for you. And yes, technically these other providers do too, but their main, their like sole purpose is to make sure that you are safe, you are comfortable, and you are getting what you desire for your birth, no matter what that looks like. So having somebody in that space, even though like we talked about, you know, spontaneous things might throw her off like a transfer or an emergency c-section or whatever having somebody that's constant in that space that follows you through that transfers with you that that this person is always constant and calm and provides information lets you know about the what ifs gives you options that's going to be a great comfort to you so let's talk about why enneagram type six women love 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 the my essential birth course um i feel like you crave guidance and support from a trusted mentor guess what that's us. <laughs> and we love you. We might not know you each individually, but I promise like we both have an incredible amount of love and respect and dedication to this work and to these women that we provide this for. We don't have to know you. You don't need to take the birth course. If you reach out to us, you're going to receive a loving response because we absolutely believe in the work that we're doing. One of the things I appreciate that we hear from our students within the My Essential Birth course often is that you guys were so quick to respond to my email or my Facebook post or my message. Thank you so much. It's nice to know that you're always there and that there's a real human on the other end who cares and wants what's best for you and your birth experience and and that's kind of us there's a lot of personal touch that we offer there and Stephanie and I both are super experienced and educated in this realm of birthing and so you can trust that we're going to help you know what you need to know and guide be guided through your preparation you like structure so obviously the podcast is fun and there's a certain structure to this, but we guide you through piece by piece, step by step. So nothing is missed. You've got a good base. You've got a foundation. And then we pull you through everything, including breastfeeding and postpartum. There's nowhere where that lacks. Plus you always have the Facebook group where you can come and ask questions and that's prenatal, postpartum, whenever. And we've got specialists in there. That's what it's all about. Since you don't like being taken by surprise and you like to be very clear about what to expect, um, know that within the My Essential Birth course, we walk you through nearly every single circumstance that you might encounter, every little twist and turn that birth can take, because Stephanie and I have been there, either because we've been there ourselves or we've been there supporting um, women as their doulas. And so if you come across, though, something that we haven't addressed within the course, um, it's, again, back to knowing that you can get an immediate response from us 
us. Sometimes we hop on the phone with you. Um, sometimes you're posting in our Facebook group where it's not only us in there, but other experts who are able to help get you an answer. So there is a huge support network. You are not alone. We're there. We're structured. We help you prepare for every little thing that you can imagine. And the course itself comes with all the little cheat sheets and exercise guides and everything else that you could need to feel successful and like you've got all the information. And for your partner too. Yeah. And so when we're talking about that's actually perfect, like for your partner, we've got a couple pages in there that go over like the progression of birth, what this really looks like. If she's saying this, this might be what it means. If you're noticing contractions like this and her body's doing that, this might be what it means. And this is what she needs from you. And how to guide her. So, and along with that, I mean, we'll provide these two free for you guys today just in the show notes but that find it and flip it exercise and then the gentle cesarean birth plan so in other words in every possible way that we can um, anywhere that there could be an issue or something that we don't want you to have to stress over we try to have done the work for you so that it's you don't have to think about it you can just enjoy your birth experience type six mamas we love you We believe in you. We're grateful for your courage. We're grateful for how brave you are. We see the best in you, and we hope that you can see that in yourself as well. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you. 